Cindy Walcoff is Hi, right here. Hi, Cindy. How you doing? I'm doing good. I don't know with anything going on there. I just want to say thank you so much for supporting us, and we love you. We love oh, you, you so guys. much. No problem. Love you guys, too. We have our Truth Bomb shirts on. Yes, we do. I love it. Truth you guys Okay, awesome. so let's get started here. Okay. Well, first of all, we wanted to say congratulations for, you know, not allowing your affinity to be lessened or alloyed, however you want to say it, for Tucker Carlson. What a difficult situation to be put in, but you did the right thing so you can sleep at night, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, look, I I don't do anything that I feel is wrong. So uh, you live by that code and and let the chips fall where they may. It's beautiful, and it will always go in your favor, no matter what happens. Yes, absolutely it will. (laughs) And at the end of the day, you'll have a smile on your face, you know, and you can literally sleep at night, which is great. So you just got back from New York, huh? So just got back from New York, uh, had a great Thanksgiving there. You know, dealing with a liberal family is is challenging at best, but I still love them very much. But, uh, you know, this is what's going on across the country. You've got people that have to go through life and you've got to go through life, right? You can't be getting in fights with everybody, especially your family. So you find out, you find ways to, ways to deal with it. And I tell people to be bold, to make sure that you're talking about these issues, especially at cocktail parties, especially with friends, especially at, at the water cooler at work. Um, people nice. that are Uber supporters of the other side, though, I, I say, don't waste your breath on them. If you're not going to have any chance of convincing them, they're, they're not worth your time and energy. You will meet people that you will know, you have a chance of convincing the people that are interested in what you have to say. Those are the people you should focus on. That's that's actually brilliant because you you can't change somebody's mind if you're fighting them, pushing up that's against right. them. That's that, right. That that's brilliant. That's brilliant. So tell us the story of how you came up with your army. Well, you know, it goes back to my radio days. I was doing radio in Dallas, Afternoon Drive. There's a very famous sports radio station called The Ticket. Um, The Ticket in Dallas, Texas, was one of the first sports radio stations in the country to be really, really successful. They had a group called their P1s, which is their number one listeners, their fans. I would say you guys are are part of our P1s on the Morning Answer, right, In, in Los Angeles. Okay. So... P1s are dedicated listeners. What the ticket did and what I watched them do was create a family amongst their listeners that clearly it was not just their show, but it was their listeners show as well. And they were a voice and they would have events out in the public. And it was so powerful to see these these groups of listeners come together, much like we have a town hall at at Salem Radio in in, in L.A. at at AM 870, you know, a thousand people come and show up. So it taught me that it's more than just the show, that it's a movement, that when you're when you're pushing a message, it's a movement about the people involved and there's clearly strength in numbers. So Stinchfield's army to me 
was about harnessing that movement, giving people a sense of belonging, and knowing that all of us together are far stronger than if we were separate. So that's really how Stinchfield's Army was created. And and it works. I mean, it, it that's uh, and it's legitimate and it's and it's sincere. I will tell you that much. I love it. I love being a part of your army. I love I well, love you got my truth so bomb shirt on, I see, too. So <laughs> and we wrote you a song. We love you so much, <laughs> which is so amazing. It really, really is. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So can you tell us how the opportunity to co-host the morning show came about with Jennifer Horn? I believe I was at NRA TV. Our show at NRA TV got canned because of a series of lawsuits inside the NRA. That's a whole nother story. Um, Sebastian Gorka, my good friend, Dr. G, who's also a Salem radio guy, called me and said, hey, the morning answer is looking for a co-host. Call my friend Jennifer. You know, she, she could put you in touch with the right people. That So I called Jennifer. Instantly, we hit it off on the phone. Programming director you Chuck. You guys have the what? best chemistry. Oh, we really do. I mean, she's just an amazing, <laughs> amazing talent and friend. I mean, she's like family now. So um, programming director Chuck said, fill in. Well, we fill in the first show. And I said to myself, there's no way they don't give me this job. We have such great chemistry. We are so awesome together. I haven't really heard this in radio in a long time. Right. There's no way. Well, they're telling me we have somebody else. He's about to sign the contract. This. And I always thought to myself, they can tell me that. And there was somebody else. There was somebody else that ended up contractually. He couldn't get it done. He couldn't. But I always knew it wasn't going to happen. I knew it wasn't going to happen right. for them because it was meant to be for us to be together. Oh, absolutely. You you play off each other. So funny. Well, it was just one of my favorite things that you guys did was <laughs> it's kind of silly. But my mom passed away last year and we had this whole thing with her. Like I didn't know what to do with her dentures honestly yeah. like, oh, what do I do? and then right when i was like what do i do with them you guys were f- having the most hilarious conversation about dentures oh. and uh, jennifer was like i think they're really great because like you don't really have to worry too much about brushing your teeth and you're like they're gross <laughs> yeah that's gross well if you still have them i would recommend you just throw them away i hope you're not offended by that well but, my uh, dad wants me to keep them because they were like forty thousand dollars in the 80s and there's all this gold in them so well go my- melt them down. hey I, I our sponsor midas gold sponsor my <laughs> podcast GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield. Midas Gold, the one-stop find, your ultimate in peace of mind. It's a, being a musician in liberal Hollywood, as you, I think the way we first connected was you saw my I Am a Trumper video. Right. Where I played like the six characters. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, that was the first time that you uh, got a, we got a hold of each other. And uh, I wanted to kind of, get your viewpoint if your son was getting into the music business like you know be yourself don't be yourself to be afraid well, you know what's amazing in the music industry today and now i'm not a musician even though i'd love to be i love to be a country star in my in my second career but i don't i can't sing so that's a problem but the music <laughs> industry today as you know has changed so amazingly and the fact that independent artists can have so much success with social media and I go to friends of mine, uh, Jimmy Levy. I don't know if you know him. J- L-E-V-Y, Jimmy Levy. Right. Is like top of the charts on all of these places. And he is totally independent. 
sells his music independently. He skips all of the record labels. And this guy is wildly successful, making all kinds of money. There's High Res, the rapper. Jimmy and him used to work together. They've split and parted ways. But um, there is clearly a market for that kind of music. And you can still make a lot of money. The amount of money being made on social media today is crazy. And I've only just started to learn about this as I've built my following on, on places like Instagram and Twitter, the amount of money that you can make on, on those places. But um, I say to everyone, be true. You know, Mike Garcia comes on our program, the congressman from uh, uh, the congressman mm-hmm. from Southern sure. California. Sure. He was on my podcast uh, as well giving the GOP plan of how to win an election in a district that's set up against you. Only 29% of his voters are Republicans. He's got the mail-in ballot scheme in California that's rigged against him. You got ballot harvesting that is legal. The Democrats have perfected that art. Well, what, what Mike Garcia did was also perfect the art of ballot harvesting. He perfected the art of curing ballots, which means if someone's not sure about how the ballot, you get that from the county and you go and you go, go to the person's house and you say, hey, well, how do you mean to vote? And you get an affidavit from them saying, I meant to vote this way. And then the ballots kind of, well, he won by 300 votes his last time around, meaning in 2020, wow. they cured over 700 ballots. He wouldn't have wow. won if he wasn't playing that game. The wow. other part of it is he has never bowed to the woke warriors. He has never said, oh, I'm in a district with only 29% of Republicans. I'm just going to vote to impeach President Trump, and I'm going to try to appease the left. He has stayed true to who he is and providing you're a sincere guy, providing you are a smart guy, providing you're not mean. Now I'm on the radio. I'm a little meaner than I would be if I was a politician, but <laughs> if you're, a po- and you're providing, you're not mean, be right. who you are. Right. And in the end you can have success. Absolutely. And in that, I am a Trumper video. I, I didn't, make anybody wrong. I just said how much I love Trump and the, all the accomplishments that he had, you know, done over the years. That's, that's all I wanted people to know. I, I wasn't trying to make, I think if you're not really making somebody else wrong and you're just bringing out the good points, you're not going to get attacked. Yeah. Well, you'll still get attacked. I, I get attacked every day for just bringing out points and making good points, but I heard if you're um, not getting attacked, you're not doing anything. That's exactly right. Yeah, it means they fear you. They're coming after you. It means they fear you. If they're not coming after you, it means they don't care about you and they're not worried about you. Yeah, you're right over the mark. Yeah. Every time they really start coming after you. That's correct. Right. Okay. What are the pros and cons of TV versus radio? Um, TV. Besides besides being able to wake up in your pajamas, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, you know, now we run video. uh, for the morning answer. So you don't, you can watch us. Not a lot of people do. We don't really. Oh, them. I didn't know that. Okay, cool. Um, so th- what I like about TV is you can look in someone's eyes. If I'm interviewing somebody, I can see if they're sincere or not. You can tell a lot by somebody's face. Sure. But it's very quick. My Newsmax show, you know, my interviews were four minutes long tops. When I was interviewing somebody, you got to get right to the point. It's very hard to get in depth into something. Mm. Um, so everything, always feel like it operated at the speed of light for me when I'm doing TV radio. You're allowed to breathe. You're allowed to be a little looser. You, you can, you can joke a little more, you know, and, and it's, it's just, it's, it's a lighter, more loose venue that allows it to breathe. That's a beautiful, that's beautiful. 
I love radio that. is my favorite by far. Radio is my favorite. Um, but I love TV as well. I love TV, it. Well, you're I guess, great, I guess you're the great most, at both. Well, thank you. You know, I, I get my message out far greater on TV than I do on the radio because we're only in Los Angeles right. on the radio. Um, the TV I do is all national. I'm doing a lot of stuff for uh, Trinity Broadcasting Network, TBN now, and and uh, Real America's Voice, which is another great outlet. Um, those outlets and everyone can see your podcast and my podcast. Yes, and and that has really taken off. We're top fifty almost consistently every week on Apple Podcasts for just starting with only 21, 22 episodes. Wow. That's pretty good. So you know. I flipped out one time I saw you at a rally, a Trump rally on the billboard, like the, the you know, the, yeah. the big screen, like they were like 80,000, a hundred thousand. Yeah. You were the, you, like Trump loves yeah. you. Yeah. That's been an amazing experience. You know, the president and I have developed a relationship. Um, there's an old saying uh, it's who, you know, that gets you where you're going. It's not really the true saying. The true oh. saying is who knows you, who knows oh. you. Okay. A lot of people could say I've met president Trump. Oh yeah. I know president Trump. Does president Trump know you? I can honestly say president Trump knows me. In fact, he helped me get my primetime job at Newsmax. Uh, he was a big fan of the weekend morning show that I was doing. And then I've gotten to dine with him and eat with him in a very intimate setting over, over a number of occasions that's right. Um, That's and right. I think a lot of that stemmed from how hard I was fighting for him in the 2020 election and the days after the election. You know, he ran the video. We were one of the first to report on what was going on in Georgia, the pulling the suitcases out from underneath the tables and what was going on, which I still never really gotten a legitimate answer from about all that. But he ran that story at his rally and, and I didn't know he was going to do it. And I was sitting in my buddy's kitchen and we were having a drink and I heard my voice or that voice. And I said, wait a second, that sounds like my voice. <laughs> and sure enough, I look at the screen screen and there's President Trump looking up at that big screen with my video on it. Well, I'll tell you, you what, must what have a spit your drink video. out. I want to spit my drink out. <laughs> yeah, almost. Almost. Awesome. I love my vodka. I don't spit that vodka out. I don't waste it. <laughs> That's awesome, Grant. Oh my God, that's really big time. You know, it really is. You're you're such a you're such a big personality amongst all of my friends, and everybody knows who you are. All of well, them, and they love that's you. Sweet of you, you to know? say. I'm I'm humbled by all of it. You know, I'll go through the airport, and somebody says, "Oh, I love the show," or you know, "Thank yeah. you." And and now I get. You know, I, I get still Newsmax a lot, even though I'm not there anymore. But now I get, oh, you got the videos on Instagram, which is crazy to me as well. It's just a new That's it's right. a new media landscape that, you know, I can be walking through an airport and people know me from Instagram. <laughs> do you get so, stopped? I do. Yeah, I do. I bet. I bet. That's so, no, you're out there. You're making waves. This is great. Okay, so now. Do you think the requirement for actors and musicians with vaxxed, you know, this whole vax thing is going to loosen up? Or do you think that production companies are going to become um, either maybe more? Well, you know, honestly, you probably know better than I would. I, 
I uh, I thought they were loosening up in California. Some of these vax requirements with the I think they the are. I think they are. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think it'll take anything to go back to the old way. You know, money's everything, though. And I think some of these movie places realize, you know what? We lost a lot of money during this pandemic. And, um, you know, you hope that they've realized and woken up. But, boy, California is a big disappointment in many respects. They just blind liberal zombies are what I call them. And they just follow blindly with no regard for science. They want to talk about science. They, they don't look at the science. They look at control and power. That's all they're after. Yeah. Yeah, I totally understand. Do you have any aspirations to write a book, Grant? Um, I've thought about it. You know, I don't know what I'd write it on. The, the worst mistake someone can do is write an autobiography on themselves. Nobody really cares about what people are doing or what they did. They really don't. You know, I've got friends, oh, I'm going to write an autobiography. Nobody cares about your life, buddy. I hate to break the news. <laughs> I mean, unless you're a sitting president or something. I don't know about that, though, because, like, Certain conversations that I have with Cindy and our friends and our musician friends are like, did you hear about Grant went home for New York and he's hanging out with his parents or like, I mean, it's mundane, but we care. Yeah. You know, that goes back into the whole family part of it. I mean, those are family conversations, right? So you guys listen, we come into your homes, your cars every morning and it's the same conversation you had about me going home for Thanksgiving would be, you know, if you have a kid, you said, Oh my gosh, do you hear what happened to him in college? And he went and saw this It's the same conversation because we're all like family. I'm not sure on a large scale that plays. What I would do is write a fictional book about some of the issues that we face and use the fiction as entertainment to ultimately inform. And I think that's a great way to get a message out. That's brilliant. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I was thinking about writing a book called lies and, and just call it lies and have the whole, everything going on in Washington and people jockeying for position and get into the whole, you know, Hunter Biden stuff and the, the pandemic and, and you do it through the eyes of, you know, a protagonist that's, that's having some kind of an exciting life with, Drug, sex, and rock and roll. And I heard yeah. you got some some cool things in the works, so you probably don't even want to talk about that. But is there anything you can talk about that's coming down the line? Well, the podcast is really the big push right now. I mean, and, and we're growing. So, uh, again, I urge people, please subscribe, grantstinchfield.com. Okay. You can, you can get to everywhere to subscribe. Subscribe on Apple. Set that automatic download would be great. And, uh, and that's the big thing. I'll, I'll be filling in on... Uh, Trinity Broadcasting Network for the next three weeks, starting uh, starting in a week or so. Um, so there's some opportunities there as well. Uh, nice. That's an evening show. Uh, what is it? It's 7.30 Eastern time. I so. love that. We're going to see you at the Toy Drive in Glendale for AMA 70. Pasadena? Yes. Pasadena. I, I will not be there because I will be in Texas working for Trinity Broadcasting. But will you be... Will you be coming in at all, like on the computer or? On the computer, yes. So I will we'll be see, doing we'll the show, see but face. I will not be there. Present. Yeah, you'll see my face. Yeah, yeah because yeah. that's that's how it was last year. We saw you. Yeah. It's totally yeah, exactly. fine. It's totally fine. Exactly. You, uh, speaking of running, do you have any aspirations in the future of ever running again? Could you see yourself running for any political office? Um, I ran for Congress 10 years ago against an incumbent in a Republican primary, and uh, 
I raised a lot of money. That that's really what got me into the radio business ten years ago. Um, Smart. That was a brutal time of my life. It was it was a it was a the best and worst experience of my life all rolled up in one. Maybe more towards the worst than anything else. Uh, what I do now, I think I have more power than I would ever as one of four hundred thirty five congressmen. Um, you know, I've got I've got Jim Jordan, who's become a good friend. You know, the congressman from Ohio is a great freedom fighter. You know, his people call me to come on my podcast. Jim wants to come on. I've got Matt Gates. They want to come on. I've got big name people that call me to come on. And, uh, you know, I can hold people accountable in that position. I don't know yeah. how many people I can hold accountable. I go to Washington as one of 435. I think that's so brilliant. And you have a voice right now that's really being heard. And I think you should just keep moving in that direction because yeah. you're influencing a lot of people. And make, yeah. giving a lot of people hope, you know. So thanks for doing that for all of my friends. And, and we'll definitely uh, send links to everybody going to go to groundstinchfield.com during the holiday. Thank Get you. some of these T-shirts for your friends. Yeah. The holiday. Yes. And uh, and we'll, we'll see you. At least we'll see your, you, you know, your actual face at the toy drive December 9th. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. thank you so much for coming on. And my friends are going to absolutely eat this up. And uh, is there anything else you wanted to say to to all of your fans out there? No, I'm just so proud of, of you guys and, and you and, and your friend Cindy and, and uh, everything that you've done to push freedom in a state like California where it's limited. And so just keep doing things like this. It's going to be everyday citizens that are that are pushing the message out like this that saved this country. So um, God bless you guys. And I appreciate you. I'm, I'm honored that you invited me on as a guest. Oh, God bless you, too. And and thank you for putting saying such beautiful things about Poppy Iris. We we love it. We have your quote on our website. And I'm uh, so glad. Like, oh, my God. Grant's your fan. That's so cool. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's so cool that, that we're friends and um and I love your music. So, you know, you guys just keep rocking and rolling. Thank you. We love you. Happy holidays. All right. Truth bombs away. You bet. All right. Bye, y'all. Folks, I want to tell you that some of my viewers are the best viewers of all. They send me all kinds of things. And I don't want gifts. I really don't. But when I get a gift like this that I can share with everybody, it's awesome. A Stinchfield Army song. Sung by Poppy Iris, okay? Listen. Never gonna stop, never giving in, never giving up, never surrender. Mike is gonna drop, we are gonna win. Lady Liberty will always defend her. We see the truth, hear the people's cries. We're exposing all the lies. We know the truth shall set you free. We are still army and i love all of you thanks so much for poppy iris for putting that together for us dd the lead singer there amazing amazing stuff god bless every one of you all of you members of stinchfield's army thank you go recruit yourself a new member hey we're back here tomorrow night at 8 p.m that song has a ring to it see ya i know i got a real deficiency that disappears when you are here
Shots of energy I know we 